Hello everybody and welcome to My Music with me Graham Cave. Today I'm going to be speaking to Shy. Too Shy. Shy. Hush hush. I do I. Do you know, do you know the song? I don't know. Sorry. You don't? Oh, no. it's a famous song by Kajagoogoo. Go and look it up afterwards. It was the most amazing bass line ever by the wonderful Nick Beggs, who since then has played for just about everybody on the planet. Uh, and now plays a lot of the time with his two daughters. But there you go. Um, we will be back to talk music and everything about Shy and her career after this. Shy, and you are calling yourself Shy, that is right, I'm getting that right, I'm pronouncing yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cool name, very, very cool name. Thank you, thanks. So, when I was looking at interviewing you, I, I was thinking that name, the, 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 it immediately came to mind, FKA Twigs, because it's that kind of name, yeah. you know? It's that, it was that as a name and inspiration as she is she as an artist and inspiration to you where, where did the name come from um i was definitely inspired by you know i see a lot of people using um you know letters in that way in their artist name um but for me my full name is sinna flo because i'm norwegian so uh when i first moved to the uk people found it really hard to pronounce my first name sinna so they just called me flo uh, so that's kind of what I wanted to use as my artist name. Um, but then uh, there is now um, a girl group in the UK, R&B Music. They're called Flow, capital letters, just like I wanted to do. Um, so I had to change it. Um, and then I messed around a bit with different ideas. And I swapped the O and Flow with a W. And I was like, okay, that's cool, but I need something else as well because it's still pronounced flow, so it would be very similar to just flow. So I wanted something else as well. Um, and ever since I was little, I've always been very shy. <laughs> so only no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Only recently, like the last two couple of years after moving to London, is kind of when I've been able to get out of my shell a bit more, and you know learn how to talk to people and be more confident in myself. Um, so I kind of wanted to take that word shy and use it as a positive thing and kind of change what that word meant to me. Um, yeah, so that's how you got shy flow. No, oh, I love it. Do you, do you think there are more introverts, natural introverts in music than we perhaps assume? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I think, I mean, it's just one of those things kind of to, for a lot of artists to kind of get 
you know, get your audience to notice you, you know, you have to do interviews, all of these different things. It's kind of for a lot of people, I think, a show that you just put on. Um, so I can relate to that in a sense, but at the same time, like, like I mentioned, the two past years for me have been, I've grown a lot as a person. So I don't necessarily feel that way anymore, but I definitely used to, and I can see, um, how being a creative person often you have that trait as well with being you know a bit shy and introverted now look you've got a song called ego off yeah right so that i mean it's a it's a heartfelt apology yeah but also <laughs> is there an element to that given that that conversation we just had is there a, mm -hmm. an element to which you're also alluding to the fact that there's an element with everybody where they need to take take their ego off in order to get close to people or to to move on so for me in in that song the 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 phrase with like turning my ego off is more in relation to like stop thinking about yourself in this situation and because that, that's just what we do as humans, you know, we're very selfish. Um, and it's more about um, kind of seeing how in this situation, this song, you're kind of hurting the other person by staying in a relationship where, um, you know, deep inside you kind of know that it's not, this is not the one, but you, you kind of cling on to it because it's comfortable and it's, you enjoy their company, you know, but it's more about, you know, Stop being selfish. Think about the other person that you're actually hurting by just dragging this out. Um, yeah. So, so an ego off. That is kind of what I mean. What I mean by that. I love the fact you've recognised that that people are inherently selfish. Do you see that on things like social media? And actually, can you see how you can use that to your benefit? Being selfish. No, the fact that people are inherently just interested in themselves. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I think definitely you do see that. It's it's one of those things like humans, we do it as a way to get somewhere, you know, um, in nature, it's to survive. Um, so I guess, yeah, it's also something you kind of have to be as an artist in, in some ways um you know to get your vision out there and also to not be like stepped on by other people in the industry um so i can definitely see like both the negative and positive things with it one of the things i use that for is the fact that i and i and i give that as advice to anybody that's trying to get on in social media is stop trying to make everything you put out be about you and actually turn the tables on that and actually try and find a way of making even your own content about other people because mm -hmm. I think as soon as you do that you you actually to some extent play into other people's ego yeah, yeah, yeah. people like yeah, it definitely. when you're interested in them do and do you have you found in terms of trying to grow a following etc if you if you actually you know show the interest in the people that are out there they then come to you yeah definitely and you see that especially with tiktok now as well like people really engage more with content where it's like your um yeah your focus is on them as you mentioned 
like that's what they're drawn to because they want to feel like they are important as well. Um, yeah, so I can definitely see that. What sort of conversations do you like to be drawn into in terms of uh, A, online, but also uh, what sort of conversations do you want your music to start? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I think, I mean, I hope I'm I'm giving some type of authenticity. Um, but also, like, obviously, it comes out more, I'd say, in my social media content than, than you know, ego off uh, specifically. But uh, being yourself, um, being authentic, maybe, like, what, like, daring to just do what you want, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. With that, talking about daring to do what you want, talk to talk to me a little bit about the last video that you made because you, that that video doesn't just star you, does it? That video stars someone that's been on here before. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Um, so Dahlia is actually my my flatmate. Um, ah. We're also best friends. Wow. Um, but in the in the video, she plays my love interest. Um, and I wanted, I mean, first of all, she's my best friend. It's really easy to kind of, uh, th that connection comes really natural. I don't have to like portray some fake energy, like some fake, you know, we, yeah, we, you, you have a love for each other anyway. Yeah, so it, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but also cause I am bisexual, even though I'm in a straight relationship, I kind of wanted my first video to be. Not necessarily, it's not like a coming out video because people already know, but it's more like I want to show that it's okay. You know, not just to be bi, but also like, you know, my friends, my family, people who know who I am, they also know I have a boyfriend, but that doesn't take away from my bisexuality. And I also just thought it was a nice thing. You know, to me, seeing a video with a girl isn't any different than seeing a video with, with a boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I just wanted to add that to all the music videos out there, I guess. If you don't mind talking about that, do you, do you think do you think people still struggle with that, especially if they know that you're in a relationship? With, yes, with a man? I do think think some people do. Um, you know, I'm from a a small place in Norway, um, and you know, I live in London. Here, it's for, a lot more normal. I didn't didn't feel comfortable actually identifying as bisexual until after moving to London, because um, it's more acceptable. Um, and I do think, especially in smaller places, people will question it a bit. They might not even understand it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really mind. My me and my boyfriend are very um, what's the word uh, secure in our relationship and. He supports me and what I do and also what I show online. So that's all all that matters. It's, it's a funny one because actually, I mean, in the age that I grew up in, there were a lot of things that you, and that's not going back that long. There's yeah. a lot of things that you wouldn't talk about. 
yeah yeah if you had particular sexual orientation or you know uh you you didn't identify as a particular gender etc mm -hmm. you you you'd never talk about that yeah you would definitely never talk about that these days those things are talked about and therefore there's seemingly on the surface a general acceptance mm -hmm. but to, but in a way is there almost a problem in the fact that there is kind of a general acceptance but then under the surface people people are actually still questioning in those things but that aren't actually necessarily perhaps perhaps not everybody's having the, the conversation because mm -hmm. it's kind of like well I, I i i don't want to ask questions because actually society would tell me that oh i'm i'm you know i'm living in the dark ages here yeah 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 no i totally get that and i think we have to be open on both sides uh to questions and um you know, as long as someone's open to learning, I don't think really there are any wrong, wrong questions. No, I don't. I think it's all about having conversations with people. Yeah. If you don't, if you if you're not, if you don't know, then then ask. You yeah, know? exactly. I don't. Yeah. I always go back to children. I think children are great because children just say see everything the way they just see it, and they yeah. just ask bluntly. You know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my eldest is going out with a they and, you know, the kids will ask questions about it. And I know from myself that you kind of feel, you almost kind of feel awkward, but actually we shouldn't feel awkward. You, uh -huh. It should be that childlike kind of like, well, what does that mean? Why, do, why, why, why are they... Why are they they? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Why, 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 why are we using that terminology? I think that's fine. Yeah. Because actually, they just want to know. They just want to have an understanding. And, you know, if you explore those things and you open up those conversations, then, then that's good. How do you see your music being influenced in terms of genre? Or isn't it? Is it quite fluid genre-wise? Um. I mean, I would say like it's definitely R and B, but then again, R and B is so many things. Massive these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I mean, I listen to so much different music as well, even like funk, rock, like musical theater. I used to be a musical theater kid. Like a lot of those things, I think, still kind of um, influences my music, maybe just subconsciously. Mm. Um, but who's picking your boxes musically? Who's who's making you excited when you hear it at the moment? Um, so my biggest inspiration is Jojo. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She started with Leave Get Out, um, Too Little, Too Late, and then she was quiet for 10 years. For ages. Um, yeah, yeah. And then she came back. She had a big hat, didn't she? She had a big hat at one point. Yeah. <laughs> She came back in 2016. Um, she's released some great albums. Personally, I think it's some of the best R&B music out there. Unfortunately, she's kind of slept on. Her new music isn't really doing what I think it deserves. Um, why why but, do you think that is, just out of interest? I mean, she was a big pop name for not for long but for for you know when she first came out she was a big pop name 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I think going from being very popular in pop and then slowly, you know, starting to release R&B music, I think it's, you have a, to also she's like 10 years older, you know, you have a totally different uh, audience. Mm -hmm. uh, the people who once knew you, who you were might be doing like completely different things. I, I think the change of genre and the, the, the gap um, like of time is the main reason. Um, I don't think people know even that she's back. You know, a lot of even people who I, I hang around with um, don't really know that she's still releasing music. So don't yeah. you think we have that kind of funny relationship with artists though, especially if we see them in a particular light in a particular genre when they first come out, we kind of we kind of love them for that. And then, yeah. you know, when they start to do stuff that's doesn't fit into that box we kind of lose them but that but hope is out there jojo yeah, yeah. They, they can come back i mean a great example this last year or to, basically 2023 i would say the best example of that would have been rick astley right he was yeah. part of you know the hit hit producing team everybody knew his his one big song right yeah. never going to give you up mm. everybody right he went, he, he's obviously in his own right, a talented musician. He plays guitar, he plays drums, he, he's multi-instrumentalist, he writes his own material, etc. And probably loads of people out there wouldn't have known that. They would have seen him as that kind of pop star that, you know, had this mass-produced material with, yeah. these, with this couple of big hits. Um, but he all the time he was producing his own stuff. But for some reason, for some reason, and, and obviously I think, uh, you know, it was cemented when his Glastonbury performance where he blew everybody out of the water and, you know, and, and it was helped by the fact that he kept turning up with the Blossoms and, and doing Smith's covers and, and cool stuff as well. But for some reason, he suddenly melted his way back in the hearts of people and suddenly it's like, actually, Rick Astley's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I just think sometimes we just don't give artists that time to mature or oh, we're unfair about it yeah you know but but you know it could be jojo's time at some point you know yeah, who knows i mean she's doing like broadway now so i don't know if she's you know totally changed again uh who knows oh could, <laughs> would you ever do broadway i oh, mean I you would, say you, you're I a musical would love, i would love to yeah what role yeah. what role um what would be my favorite Alphaba, probably. Wicked. Wicked. Mm. You can't beat playing a baddie, can you? Really? No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, no one wants to be Annie or, you know. No, it's, too, it's, too it's fun when you get to play someone who's, like, completely different from yourself. Yeah. And just act out your inner, inner little baddie. I think if I was ever to do it, uh, Mrs. Trunchbull um the, the baddie in yeah 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 matilda i think that'd be yeah. great i'd love to i you know uh living with five kids of mine you know occasionally you'd love to pick them up by their hair and throw them <laughs> no i'm joking but no. you know. <laughs> oh now that your music delves into sort of universal struggles so how mm. do you navigate sort of incorporating personal experiences into your lyrics 
mm -hmm. but making it relatable to a broader audience yeah so i think it's one of those things like it's a hard question because i feel like most experiences are universal like they're relatable it's just more about the actual songwriting in itself um so i'd maybe say like trying to not go into too much personal detail like maybe names or like very specific details but then again like some some artists have done songs about literally the title of the song is the name of the person you know so sometimes yeah, yeah. that works sometimes it doesn't so i think it really depends um i mean i did study music at uni and we did learn like different ways of of phrasing um, a sentence so that it would not be so specific to to me um but again um it's not something i think like very much about and also i haven't really been a songwriter for that long so i might still make some mistakes <laughs> in terms of the production of your your music mm. um who, who do you work with on that is it are you are you working with producers yeah so i'm not a producer unfortunately um <laughs> well you are you produce music but yeah you know. yeah yeah just not very good with all the the technical knobs and whistles as they call them. yeah exactly um so yeah i always work with a producer usually once i've you know finished the 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 structure the lyrics and have like a good idea of what i wanted to sound like um and then usually I do like reference playlists of, you know, different songs that I, I like the sound of. It might even be just the BVs in one song that I really like. And I want to add that into my song. Um, but That's yeah. backing vocals for anyone that doesn't understand. Yeah, the, sorry. The, the no, it's all right. It's just that we may have someone that's listening and they go, well, what's a BV? So yeah. just that's you know, backing vocals. Yeah. Yeah. And I do also find that references really help, especially because I'm, not really good at production so i might not get those ideas unless i hear it somewhere else yeah hmm. so yeah are most of your songs written from uh, a sort of top line point of view to downwards or are you are you writing from you writing so, from a beat first um it, it depends um yeah. i don't have like a set way of like how i write songs um sometimes I'll just think of a lyric I really like and I'll write it down on my phone. I'll have like a whole page of lyrics and then I go home, you know, do some chords on the keyboard. That's as much as I can do on the keyboard. Um, and then I try and find a melody to put the lyrics on top of that. Um, but I also do top lining um, or do the chords first. Uh, it really depends. Like whatever comes to me first is what I start with. Yeah. A lot of young songwriters seem to be quite uh structured in the way that they write and quite, mm. quite process orientated do you ever jam do you ever just like you know somebody starts something you know puts a beat down or whatever and you just like go with it and yeah yeah definitely um i think that is the easiest way for me to find good melodies uh yeah. not necessarily lyrics but definitely with melodies, I find it easiest to have, um, you know, a track going or someone playing a beat and then adding on top. But yeah, it all depends on on what comes That's first. That's what we used to spend hours doing that. 
yeah. hours and hours and hours. We used to spend that, like in a rehearsal studio, we'd li- literally spend hours with someone would, you know, do some do a beat on the, the drums. You'd have the bass going on, boom, 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 boom. And then, you know, you'd be like just making stuff happen over the top. And within that somewhere, you'd go, oh, that bit's good. This work on that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some some musicians take it to the extreme, right? I mean, some of the bands I listen to, like, will spend four years just jamming. Really? And then, yeah, and, and then have a producer in the background who will then just listen to all of those little jams and and say, well, we can take that little bit and that little bit and that little bit and put that together, and that's the song. Wow, that's so cool. It is cool. cool. I mean, is that, what band is this? Might have to check out their music. Uh, yeah, well, the, the probably the the best example of a band that worked like that is Marillion. Marillion. Yeah, M A double R. Uh, sorry, M A R I double L I O N. Mm-hmm. It's just just yeah, they t- they tend to work with the same producer now and have done for years, and that he literally is like the extra member of the band just compiling these little sound notes and putting it together that's so cool it's a great way to it's a great Mm. way to write um if you can afford to do it yeah exactly (laughs) the rest rest of the time you know that they play live to make the money to do it what Mm. what about playing live for you is 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 doing your music live is that a really important part of music for you Uh, i mean i i hope it will be um i've done one like big performance um where was that it was in norway actually um it was during christmas it was like 500 in the audience which for i'm i'm really happy with because it was my first performance as shy flow you know um but at the moment i i I do want to focus more on um you know gaining a following people who know who i am and then I want to put more of my effort into doing gigs and and let having somewhere they can go to to you know um, connect with my music basically. Yeah. But it's mostly because of you know I I need to write the songs I need to have them produced I need to have the promo material blah 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 and at the moment I'm focusing on getting as much of that done first mm. and then I can kind of. Um, is it a bit chicken and egg though? Is it for you? Is it a little bit chicken and egg though? Because if you, if you're out there, and you're you're in front of audiences, even if it's like just the odd song, mm-hmm. then you're that's a great way to build an audience because that you know, and yeah, I, and I, mean, I think there's more of that these days. I was looking on Instagram over the weekend, and I saw um, another artist that's been on here um, previously, Darla Jade is is. Uh, going out soon with in London with several different artists, mm. so they're probably only doing like mini sets each. Mm-hmm. But I just and they're all quite poppy, and you just think, well, that's actually as an experience, that's quite a good evening out because you're getting to hear like lots of different artists, just little sound bits from each. But it probably builds a great audience for all of them, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I and I don't disagree with that at all. I just think um, there, you know, you have such a wide can have 
such a wide reach on social media. And I'm already seeing, um, you know, uh, in my streams and everything, I'm, I'm already seeing kind of how, how that that's growing quite, you know, good and fast and just how I wanted to. Um, Low but steady wins the race. Yeah. <laughs> um so i i feel i feel like it's working for now but yeah that doesn't mean that i don't want to go out and gig you know i just i want to finish these things that i'm doing now and have you know a good set of songs um to, i totally understand that I yeah totally understand that it's is there a is there a big goal for 2024 is there like i want to get my song played on here i want to be part of this or whatever you know i mean mm -hmm. for a lot of artists that have been on it's been like uh you know bbc introducing or being the, the sound of the month with bbc introducing or, or you know played on radio one is is are any of those things like on the tick list for yeah you know? yeah yeah definitely um i only just this week um got played this is in Norway on one of the like biggest radio stations and they have kept How playing surreal it. was that? How surreal yeah, was it? It was crazy. And they were playing it with like uh, Dua Lipa, uh, James Bay, all of this. Uh, wow. artists. And um, that that's already a box ticked, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, I also want to grow in the UK. That's why I'm here. It's it's so much easier to grow in Norway. It's a, such a small country. Everyone knows everyone. You know, it's it's not as hard as over here. But I do think that the R&B scene is just it's just much bigger here. Um, so I definitely want to reach out to more people here. BBC introducing definitely Radio One. Um, I do want. <laughs> to reach minimum 100 streams that's like one of my main goals um and i also want to have a feature with like one of you know one of my the artists that really inspire me like not done but in in the making cool i i think cool. you need to aim high because the higher you aim the more you work the closer you'll get yeah I don't, well a lot of people talk about manifestation these days and, and making it happen do, do you believe in that absolutely yeah. i manifest every day <laughs> cool yeah is that is there is there a particular um trick to it or or you know uh, do you have to make yourself the right drink first before you you start <laughs> you <laughs> you know all of these things are important right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I always do my gratitude first to remember everything oh, I'm yeah. grateful for before I start thinking about what else I want. Um, and for me, it's more about reminding myself about where I want to be and not so much that I think the universe is going to fix it for me, you know. Um, but every day I write down um, what I want this day to look like at the end of it. Um, and yeah, it just helps me remember where I want to be and just being positive, I think, and keep thinking positive and yeah. Well, back when I was a boy, we didn't have manifestation, um, unfortunately, we, but we had <laughs> ambition. And I, you know, to, to some extent, I think it's the same thing. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, if you, 
we used to say if you dare to dream big then then it will happen you know it's it's the same sort of thing um you know each generation gives it a slightly different name but yeah ultimately if you don't aim for it it's never going to happen and it might take the other thing is it might take years mm. doesn't matter you should still keep that ambition or that that dream alive because yeah. it can it can it can definitely happen had uh, uh, an artist on here the other day it's taken 30 years but then they're now yeah how cool is that actually to keep that dream alive for 30 odd years in your life and actually it's it suddenly happened i think that's yeah. brilliant yeah and also when you get to that point you realize that the journey was like the most fun part of all of it so that's also, always the important part of it yeah what you so learn along the journey that counts yeah listen it's been a pleasure having you in uh that was painless wasn't it you see that was that was amazing thank you so there much you thank you so much Shai, for coming on and, and talking to us um if people haven't sort of connected with you yet uh or found out about your music you have your own website which is great mm -hmm. which is just a great place to to find you on all of the different platforms yeah uh, so the website address is shyflow.com that's easy isn't it it's shy and then the thing that i don't know what you call just hyphen yeah shy-flow.com yes. you can go there today and it's really easy just <laughs> click on it you'll find it breezy there you, you go see, you should be on broadway I, well there you go <laughs> um, <laughs> so go uh check out shy's uh website please do uh connect with her on the social medias talk to her because um you know she's a, she's a nice person she won't she won't uh <laughs> she won't shy away from you um and uh if you enjoy her music please just let her know because that's the really important thing and uh we wish you all the best over the coming year look forward to you uh hearing you on uk radio thank Maybe you so much radio one before you know it yeah uh, and uh you know and look out for your continued success everybody this has been shy flw um I'll be back with more My Music soon. If you've enjoyed this, please do share it with your friends and family and everybody else. And uh, keep listening to some new music, supporting real musicians out there. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>